0: الحديث التاسع والعشرون. The twenty ninth Hadith. The 29th ninth Hadith is going to be speaking about sifatu, the way to do the جنابة. Okay, the way we need to do it. عن um, عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها، قالت كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا اغتسل من الجنابة غسل يديه ثم توضأ وضوءه للصلاة ثم اغتسل ثم يخلل بيده شعره حتى إذا ظن أنه قد أروى بشرته أفاض عليه الماء ثلاث مرات ثم غسل سائر جسده وكانت تقول كنت أغتسل أنا ورسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من إناء واحد نغترف منه جميعا This hadith is narrated by Bukhari Bukhari narrated this hadith in Kitab Al-Ghussle Imam Muslim can narrated this hadith in Kitab Al-Haylba That's the first narration the next one which he brings, which Aisha says that me and the Prophet used to have a bath together, which is the next one, is narrated by Bukhari. And Bukhari narrated it in four places in his Sahih. He narrated in Kitab al-Ghusl, he narrated in Kitab al-Hayd, he narrated in Kitab al-Libas and Kitab al-I'tisam. So Kitab al-Ghusl, Kitab al-Hayd, uh, Kitab uh, al-Libas and Kitab al-I'tisam. Was the, the second way Hadith, Muslim Narrated only in kitab al hayyub, only in kitab al hayyub. Aisha's tarjama, her biography, we took it in the third hadith. We took it when we were in the third hadith. Aisha says now, We're talking about how the prophet used to do ghusl. Aisha said, Can Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the messenger was one if he done wusul? He first he would wash his hands. Allahu He washed his hand, cleaned his hand properly. This is the sunnah to do ghusl. The wudu is before the ghusl. Which one's first? Which ones? What does that show you, brothers? That the, the, touching the private part does not break your wudu. So, if you're not going to have the ghusl after, what's going to happen to your private part? You're, you're going to have to touch your private part. The, the ghusl is after the wudu. So first of all, you do your wudu. Are you with me? Once you finish your wudu, then you go in and have a bath. The ghusl is after the wudu. First, the Prophet used to wash his hands, then he would do a full wudu, and then he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What would he? What would he do? He would do ghusl, Aliy ﷺ. Thumma tassala, he would have a bath, Alayhi salam Thumma yukhallilu sharahu, and he, sallallahu alayhi alaihi wasallam. What he used to do was yukhallil. <laughs> the word yukhallil is to put your hands in between your hair, like this. Like that, to run your hands between your hair. And wait, what's your intent? That's if you've got hair. You run it between, inside your hair. The reason is because Hadith mentions it. <laughs> Until you believe you've touched your scalp, Scope. You just go in and you go in and make sure the water goes deep into the roots. He used to do that, Ali, salatu Alaihi salam. Now pay attention. Pay attention. Some people just get water. And what happens? The water goes on their hair. And a lot of the times what happens, that water does not even reach your skull. The reason is because the water is hitting your head and it's flying off. It's, 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 it's smacking your head and it's just jumping off. He isn't really running down into your skull. So the hands are always needed. Even if you think you've got this new technology of how to shower, it doesn't. Unless you sh- make it very slow, the water, you still require the water to go into to reach it. Every part of your hair, you have to run your fingers through it. Through it. You see, that's how he used to do it. And until he believed that his skull is, again, brother, pay attention. The Prophet would take the water and he would put it in his head. He take the water like that that's how we had a bath and he would run that water inside brothers the prophet ﷺ is a, would not be would not be this this thing right now would exactly be the process of ghusl. ghusl that's the ghusl he used to do <laughs> salam. when the Prophet ﷺ said the sahabi told the other uh, tabi'i the said I can't do it now I can't do the messenger uh, sahakana, that's impossible he said, He had more hair than you. And he was bigger than you, Alayhi oh. Sallam. Not wasting water. He would do that and make sure that water reaches every path. You see, alayhi this is wusul, not not wudu. Wusul we're talking about. Uh, we don't even we can't even do wudu with that. Mm. He <laughs> would Throw water over his hair, Ali three times. After he's made sure the water reaches the place, you take it, he put water over his hair three times, Ali salam. After he's washed his hair, his head, Ali He washes the rest of his body. How do you how do you, how do you wash the rest of your body, brothers? You do your right. You start with what? Your right. Wakana Takuru Aisha used to say, Kuntu Attasiru. I used to Huh I used to what? Wash. Wash. Anna, me, Warasulullah and the Messenger Min Ina in from one place. Naratarifu Min Hu Jamyan. We used to take it. Narktarifu ma'am anna. We used the water they used to stand in somewhere. They used to go and pick the water then. Naghtarifu means to go and bring pick up the water later. Like oh, get the water pouring into themselves. They used to do that. Nah. The reason why you would wash your hands is why if the water the water is going to come out from where. It's coming out from somewhere outside, which is. Or using your hand, they used to use their hands. As I said to you, the prophet used to use his hand. That's how used So the word إِخْتِرَاف means your your palm. Dip it in like that. And we took it in the wudu. Now pay attention, brothers. If you're going to have to wash your your head with your hands. You've not washed your hands, it's wrong. So, you wash it first, then you run that water that you've taken. Remember the water you have taken take and rush, run it through your hair. Now, Fiqhul Hadith yeah. starting with washing your hands first, before you do wudu, or even before you have a bath, you wash your hands first. Second thing that we take the, fiqh, the, the second fiqh that we take from the hadith is what. Al-badu bil to start with the wudu. Qabl al before you do ghusl, Sunnah to Muhammad is the Sunnah of the prophet. Put the wudu first, and then you have the ghusl. That's the sunnah of the messenger. Istihbabu that is recommended. Tahlilu al-shari to run the water huh, with your hand fingers, to run it through your hair, recommend it, We take it. And it has three benefits for that. It has three benefits to you, for you to run it. First is, it's easy for you, the water to reach your hair or else when you go for a low, you're wasting a lot of water, maybe after a while the water might reach your skull. Are you with me? But this makes it quicker for the water to reach, so you won't be wasting a lot of water. Second one is the hands touching your fingers will allow places which normally, even if the water did run it, that it will never have touched it. By just touching it with your hands, it definitely will become wet. Uh, by you running it through your fingers. And last one which which is Um, the water in which he brings to his head, huh? it is to support the, the body and or your skin or your, your head, um, the, the water in which you're using on it. to fear that you may, that external water or something else may um, fly onto it. Like for example, some of the Fuqaha believe if the water is used, you can't be reusing it again. It has to be, and we shall which is going to come to us, that the water has to be purely something you know, you know. If you've picked up the water with your own hand, and you've now placed and you've washed your hands, pure, your hands are clean, then you place it on your head. huh then definitely that's going to be what. Like that's going to be definitely water that's going to be pure that reached your head. It, it saves you from any doubt of any other external um, form of water touching it. Four, istihbabu that is recommended. That it's recommended to pour the water over the body three times. Recommended. Five, the permissibility of a man and a wife, both of them to have ghusl together. Six, the permissibility of the wife and the husband to both be standing in one bath or one tub or one place. And both of them get in the water for their own selves, for their own palms. Huh? Get in it. Um seven. The permissibility of the husband to look at his wife's aura. And that the husband could look at the wife and the wife could look at the husband. Eight. Mashru'iyati. The permissib- the leg- showing that Delkil ada ha Delkil ada means huh, wiping the water over your body. So when you pour the water over, you don't just pour it and just leave it like that. You basically run your hands on your skin. Ah. Because where do we get that from? That he touched his skin, which is that he poured the water. A father, he poured the water and then he had a bath. What does that mean? Of course, he touched his body. That's what it means. Nine, the permissibility we take from this that the husband and the wife can have sexual intercourse both naked, fully naked. And all the narrations that some have brought that the woman has to only be uncovered from, she has to be wearing her clothes and hidden, all of them are weak narrations. La Aslallahu has no La minhu shayin, sorry. La yasuhu minhu shayin. Nothing is authentic from it. Number 10. Al-ghusluh, it uplifts uh, uh, الغسل من الجلابه على السله او كونت السنه upon, sunnah, يرفع الحدثين it removes the minor and the major hadath the minor and the major ghusl removes the what minor and major hadath number 11 the good way that the Prophet lived with his wives. How he was Aisha with his wives. Like it wasn't like like some men get angry uh, with their wives and you go have your own bath, leave me alone. What you got to do with me? Leave me why leave me. And she has to go by herself, have her bath, three comes. La. Huh? The man, the the Prophet was still happy. After even intimacy, he was still happy with his wives. He was having a bath with them, Good life. الحديث الثلاثون. الثاتث حديث عن ميمون بنت الحارث رضي الله تعالى عنها زوج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رضي الله تعالى عنها زوج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنها قالت وضعت لرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وضوء الجنابه فأكفى بيمينه على يساره مرتين أو ثلاثا ثم غسل فرجه ثم ضرب يده بالأرض أو الحائط مرتين أو ثلاثا ثم تمضمض واستنشق وغسل وجه وذراعيه ثم أفاض على رأس الماء ثم غسل سائر جسده ثم تنحع فغسل رجليه فأتيت بخيرقات فلم يريدها فجعل ينفض الماء بيده This hadith, and Imam al-Bukhari narrated it and it's his wordings. And he narrated in Kitab al ghusl many places in Kitab al Like within Kitab al many babs he narrated in. Mm. Maybe six, seven places in Kitab al seven, seven, eight places he brought his hadith. Muslim narrated the hadith in only Kitab al in one place in Kitab al-Hayub. The narrator of this hadith is the Prophet's wife Maymun Maymuna bint Harith ibn ibn Huzm al-Hilaliyah, Umm al-Mu'minin, the mother of the believers. Wasawja Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi and she was the wife of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Zawajahha Rasulullah. The Prophet married her in the seventh year of Hijriya. Wa maridat bi she became ill in Mecca, fa hamalat, fa humilat hatta she got ill and in Mecca she was carried a bit out further and she died Taala anha there like 50, 51 miles from Mecca where she died They buried her there a place called Sarf. بخاري Muslim أصحاب السنن Misanid, and all of them they all brought her um, her narrations and the year in which she died uh, there is a lot of views regarding it Maymuna bint Harith radiallahu ta'ala anha she said wada'tu I, I placed for the messenger of allah wudu al Janaba i placed for the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wudu al Janaba Um, I, I place for the Messenger wudu' and janabah. What does it mean by the wudu' of Janaba. She means water for him to do wusul. That's what she means. I place for him. The wudu' is something to him. So what did the Prophet say? We took that before. He poured the water slightly towards his right arm, you see, so when we went So when we go to the Hadith of Uthman, تعالى, and how he done the wudu' And Abdullah ibn Zaid, how he done the wudu? See how they pushed it, peeled. Who did they take it from? Their teacher, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So, what is the sunnah? Don't come and hide. put your hands inside the water. Sunnah is to pour it slightly, tilt it sideways, and then wash your hands, clean it. Place the water inside your fingers. Do it like this. When you finish, now put your hands inside it. So the Prophet ﷺ he washed his hands. So we now know how he washed his hand, from him directly, Ali salatu salam. Marrataini, twice or three times. Then he washed his private part. What did he do? He washed his private part. ثُمَّ After he touched his private part, what did he do? He smacked his hands against, against the floor. Or the wall. Or the wall. Three times. And this is the reason, is because the Prophet just done istinja, he purified himself. والسلام, so he's cleaning his hands, والسلام, from touching his private part. Then what did he do? Then he poured water into his mouth. Salawatullahi alaihi wasallam, And then wastan and he put water up his nose, and he brought them out. He washed his face. And his dira'ah, his arms, alayhi salam. You see. And then he poured water over his head. ثم, and after that, his head, alayhi salam. He washed all of his bodies. What was remaining before the wudu that he didn't do? His feet he didn't do. His feet is separate. He didn't do it So then what did he do? He sallallahu alayhi Sallam. He washed his hands, as I said, three times or twice. Then he washed his what? His private part. It's clean now, it's private part. Then what did he do, Salam? He done wudu, full wudu, left what behind? His feet, kept that aside, a.s. He washed all of his body, and then he washed the legs by itself. He went to the side, I mean, he stepped out of where he was. The place he was standing, he moved away from it. And he washed the legs by itself, by itself. فَغَسَلَ رِجْلَيْهِ He washed his two feet. مَيْمُونَ then said, فَأَتَيْتُ I brought him a cloth. I, a cloth. I brought him, عليه الصلاة والسلام. فَلَمْ يُرِدْهَا He didn't want it. He refused it for me. فَجَعَلَ يَنْفِظُ الْمَاءِ بِيَدَهِ So what did he, صلى الله عليه وسلم, he started to do? He, صلى الله عليه وسلم, got the water pouring away from his hands, عليه الصلاة by doing this. Doing this. Now some of the ulama took from that part where he rejected Maimuna's cloth that is not good for the person to wipe the water off his face when he does wudu, or when he does ghusul, that he shouldn't clean himself with that. Some scholars took from that. But that argument is weak because he has salallahu sallam, used it. He did use it. In other narrations, Aisha ana, he, salallahu wa sallam, did use it. So what did we say? We'll say maybe Maimuna brought him a cloth he didn't like. I was dirty, or something was maybe something was on it he didn't want. It. Or probably didn't even want it for that time. <laughs> the Fikul hadith. The fiqh of the hadith. <laughs> to prepare, it's recommended for you to prepare your water and your clothes and everything you're going to wear before you go into the toilet. Don't shout, ah, I need water, ka. Help, help! Uh, Support me. My water finished. Uh, Some people do that, don't they? Or he doesn't even have no clothes. So what does he do? He comes out with his, um, he comes out with uh, his towel. He's walking around the house. It's highly recommended that the person is organised. That's what our religion teaches us. Uh, So the wife also to be a wife. Look at Islam, the construction and the way the Islam, the religion is based. The wife serves her husband. He, she brings in water, she's concerned, we're, we're clothes, getting his clothes ready, ironing stuff. That's her job. That's what her. Her job isn't to be a CEO of a company and to be working outside. It's not her job. You see, it is, not that I'm saying it's not allowed. If, if, if it doesn't go against any Sharia uh, rulings or doesn't do anything wrong, of course she can become a CEO of a company or run a company. Or, I don't know about if she can be CEO of a company. But I know she can work. She can work and she can do what she wants, Um, but her obligation, uh, her obligation and her responsibility is what: her children and her husband. The same way, his responsibilities and obligation on him is to go outside and make sure he suffices. He he brings clothes for him to be ahead for, and that he brings food for her to cook for him, and that he brings uh, he pays for the bills, uh, he pays for the water that's running in order for her to bring water. He has to provide now nah, that's how islam number 2 khidmatu zowja to zawjaha the second one which is the woman serves her husband second point she serves it and that is obligatory on her wajib wajib the woman has to cook wajib obligatory she's a athima. she's a sinner if she doesn't the woman has to serve her husband in the food and what he eats and his clothing she has to iron his clothes it's obligatory she can't she's she's a sinner all in are wajib athima. she's a sinner if she doesn't do it and um, because the same way it's where jib on the man to provide, are you with me for the man to what to provide? Obligatory, obligatory for him to do it. He's a sinner if he doesn't do it and he doesn't provide for his wife food to eat, clothes to wear. Some men they go outside, they buy new clothes every day, they buy themselves new watches, they buy this, and the wife is on the same clothes that he married her with. Uh, she wearing the same clothes. The best clothes that she has is her, the, her wedding clothes. That's the best clothes that she has. Nothing else. he doesn't buy it for her. He's regularly going and buying himself new clothes, new clothes. Uh, he's gone to Zara. <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's buying some new clothing. So it's reported that the man is aware of the wife and her buying her stuff. Uh, Number three, don't, don't put both of your hands inside the water without washing it first. That is obligatory if you just woke up from sleep. It's obligatory. If you just woke up from sleep, he's not allowed to. We took that in the hadith before, right? But it's also highly recommended if you are awake all day, still don't put your hands inside it, just wash it. Huh. But if you woke up, we took the hadith, if one of you wakes up he should not put place his hand in a, in a, in a vessel until he washes it uh, number four it's that is recommended it is recommended to use something to purify yourself like something to like what sand the process of using the hand sand was like a, also a form of the nice smell, that this, this, the, nice, the normal, general, natural smell that the sand has, it does take the odor away from you, from your hand. The sand does it, the dust, it's very clean. It will clean you very good. The smell will go. With water, it will clean it properly. Are you with me? And if nowadays, we'll, we've got perfumes and stuff like that, it's very good the person uses it. Five. 5. 5 To start with the private part before going for your wudu or iqtisalu or also washing yourself with what? Your yourself. That you should. Iqwani, Billahi ponder one thing. Look at this. Allahu Akbar. The muhaddith, the person who knows the hadith, what will he be able to do? His fiqh is more stronger, right? Look at the previous narration. There are things in this narration that isn't in the previous narration. And the more the person knows more hadiths, the more he sees what? Additional things that are in this one, that's not in this one, that's Sahih, mm-hmm. you And that his comprehension is more stronger than many other people. Because he said this is, this, this was, the other one was, was a bit general. This was more specific, it's so going in more details. Because the Prophet has hadiths, not all of them did he, was he explained in the s- same issue by his wives. Each wife would add something to it, she saw from it. And with all those narrations, bringing it together, it will allow you to have a bigger picture, a bigger understanding, a bigger uh, fiqh. So this is why we always say, Shaykh Muhammad Nasir al-Din al-Ban was a faqih. He was a? The reality is that's how it is. He was a faqih rahimahullah. And that is not as it's made to look like. Number six. Istihbabu, hadihi siffati fi al-ghasli min al Istihbab, that is recommended. This characteristics is recommended. That the Prophet did the way he did it. Uh, when when a person is doing al Janaba recommended. Purify having a bath from Janaba. This characteristics, the way the Prophet did it, is recommended. Number seven. Tahiru delaying al Rijli to delay the washing of the feet. Yakunuli liman in the rijlayhi. And this is for a person, huh? it is a, it's for a person, is a person who's using water that's not flowing. Then what's the case in that situation? Like us nowadays, the water's running. So which one's better? It's better that the water, is, the, the the legs are washed with the wudu, and not after. Oh. That you do with the wudu that you've just finished. You wash the legs, then you come in and you have your wudu. If the water is running, that is recommended, uh, according to the ulama currently now. Eight. Um, the permissibility huh? of using a cloth to dry yourself the pouring of the water how do you take the water the next point the next point taking a water from the place if you took the water from your place how are you gonna put it in your private part you would take the water with your right pour it into your left and pour it from and that's what you're gonna do your private the virtue of maymuna radiyallahu ta'ala 'anha in serving her husband the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and honoring him <coughs> now